0: Hello, everyone. It is, of course, Bryson here. I am joined by the most handsome man on twitter i am blessed with his presence i do not deserve to even be in his presence at all his name is lb how are you lb how's your week
1: it's going pretty good you
0: know you're over the patriots loss are you are you are you good are you still mourning or what
1: i would say um it's a little bit of everything it's a little there's certainly you know losing sucks losing is just the absolute worst I've always said the worst things about sports are injuries and losing. Um, before I get too caught up, I just want to say that, you know, I, I I'm obviously the only I'm the I'm only the only the most handsome person that you've seen on Twitter because that doesn't include yourself, of course. Cause I log on Twitter, I'm like, my God, look at that man, you know. The things I would do, you know, I, I guess I, I, I shouldn't go too off topic here, but when I see Bryson NFL on the timeline, I see those triceps. I get very excited, and it just makes me, it makes me feel better about losing to the Ravens. It just makes me feel better about the Patriots losing games. I'm like, well, you know what? There's Bryson, Turkey, Santa Claus hat. Um, <laughs> the world is better. <laughs> everyone that yeah, doesn't have a Santa Claus hat yet, you know.
0: Yeah, imagine not having a Santa Claus hat. and imagine, Yeah, just imagine it. Everyone that's cool has one, just so you know
1: bryson pumpkin like i i love it. i think that we talked about it on one podcast before you were like somebody said what's what's up with the pumpkins and you're like oh that just basically means that you're friends with me <laughs> it's like that's, <laughs> that's kind of like
0: the. that's what it means though that's exactly what it means we are all of our friends here we got turkeys we got pumpkins we got we're just very festive people we're excited about the holidays we like giving and we're very thankful and like what's wrong with that who's complaining about any of these stuff
1: Oh well, there is a certain certain portion of Twitter that seems to not understand it or just maybe be jealous of it that they see it and then they can't be included in it because like if they tried to be included in it, like it would just almost be like lame You'd be like, yeah, you know you might have a turkey in your name, but we all know that you suck. you actually suck, you don't deserve the turkey emoji, you know, or the Santa Claus emoji, whatever it may be. Yeah, you don't is- deserve
0: it. We will actually switch to what we'll like we'll just be on to like Hanukkah or something. We'll just like put a <laughs> Hanukkah thing in our profile picture. We'll be on to Hanukkah. It's, if they change like, ours,
1: we'll be on to Hanukkah in New Year's. I was thinking like what's gonna happen? Like it's gonna be like two months before like, you know, Valentine's Day and we're gonna have like heart emojis in our name. It's gonna be like, Oh yeah, hey, happy Valentine's Day or like I don't even know. I I already know that you picked out your Valentine, Isaiah Wynn whoa way to spoil everything lb whoa (laughs) whoa 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 actually you
0: know it was was a great moment for me of course i i really hate to brag about it but as when did respond to me and it was it was very good that was very it made me very happy it's actually actually honestly it just makes me happy responding to him and like just being a fan and like (laughs) seeing and seeing everyone else like respond to him and telling him that he's awesome and they love him and stuff like that's cool to me
1: Yeah, you know, he seems like a cool guy, truthfully. He seems like a very, like, low-key, down-to-earth guy, and you and I once discussed this before. you got to love that you do this for – like, I remember last year it was obviously Trent Brown, and I think that he liked and maybe replied – I don't know if he ever replied to you, but I do know that he liked a few of your tweets that that were kind of directed towards him and – it's got to be, like, the best feeling ever for an offensive tackle to just wake up and find, like, five tweets from Bryce and NFL with, like, hearts. And it just – they're always, like, these funny memes that are just saying stuff like, I love you. You're the best <laughs> offensive tackle. It's either awesome or it's like you're like, hmm, how do I file for a restraining order again? <laughs> But you know what? An offensive lineman, I feel like they appreciate it more, man, because they just don't get that same like love affair as a quarterback or a running back or a wide receiver. An offensive tackle wakes up and sees that stuff and it's just got to make his day. Seriously.
0: Well, I'm glad it does, but on to some more somber things, LB. I've got something to say here about the Patriots. I've been a Patriots fan since 1856. And this is the worst regular season loss I have ever seen. The Patriots would rather make boogeyman videos and buy houses in Connecticut than field a decent football team. I've had enough. Belichick
1: out. You know, we've, we've talked about this a lot at this point. The Patriots are not a good football team. Not good. I don't care if they're 8-1. I don't care how many Super Bowls they've won. I don't care about any of that crap.
0: At LB, the end of the day, LB, the last time they won a Super Bowl was almost nearly eight months ago. Yeah. Nine months ago. I mean, think about that.
1: Is, that's a lot that, they haven't won a Super Bowl in nine months. They've only won one Super Bowl in 2019. Think about that. They've one. won one Super that's Bowl. It. That's literally it.
0: And they got that's, lucky to even be they were lucky to be there, LB. Did you know that? They were no, lucky I, to even
1: get there. D Ford obviously the coin toss they were very lucky that they were more well coached than the chiefs they were really lucky truthfully that they don't have idiots like d brown on their side that just d brown d ford that just go off sides like in random moments of the game and then he did it again in the pro bowl and then i think he did it again like in week three with the 49ers or wherever the hell he is now you know the patriots if they were a good football team they would you know not rely so much on the other team being stupid, you know. I don't care if the Patriots, you know. It's funny because like I'm I'm trying to go on like this mini rant, and I'm seriously thinking to myself, it it's honestly hilarious that the pe peop- that people blame the Patriots for being smarter than everybody else. <laughs> like, like D Ford went off sides. It's like, so it's their fault that D Ford is an idiot. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that the Chiefs employ idiots. That's the Patriots fault. And that's why they're lucky. The coin toss thing is less like laughable because I remember after the Falcon Super Bowl, people were crying about that overtime rule too. And it was just like, shut up. You know, I'm going on a whole different tangent here. But you're right. The Patriots suck.
0: Uh, LB, they aren't very good. We we all know this. They they aren't very good at football at all. And could you actually tell me the last time an NFL team won the Super Bowl and that same year they actually lost a game? Could you even tell me (laughs) that? I don't remember. I don't remember the last time. Do you
1: remember? uh, The majority of football teams that I'm aware of, they don't lose football games. Like if they win the Super Bowl, it's because you know they they won every single game. Because that's the best way to do it is just not lose football games. So when you go to the Super Bowl, you haven't lost any. And I mean. Truthfully, it's so goofy that people are so worked up in calling the Patriots frauds because, I mean, how can you call the Patriots – how are the Patriots frauds? Like, if this was the Buffalo Bills, put, put the Buffalo Bills. It's such a great
0: take, LB. The Patriots I mean, are frauds is the greatest take that we hear every single year. <laughs> They, they just it really suck. Is. It's they suck. It's fraud. Every year, every year they suck. Well, this is good because now the Patriots are just underdogs again, and it will just make people mad.
1: Don't say that though. Don't you dare say that they're underdogs in any capacity, because nobody says, nobody ever doubts the Patriots. You know, I didn't have Kyle Van Noy sucks ass on Twitter.com. <laughs> you know, tweeting me today that the Patriots are frauds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he says the Patriots are frauds like people say this stuff every year and they always win suit bowls. And then there's just like all these other weird excuses and all these other weird takes. And, you know, of all the teams, if the, bu- you put the Buffalo bills in that game the other night, right. And the pay and, and the bills are eight, and and the Patriot and the, and I keep calling them the Patri- and the bills are doing all these amazing things. And, and it's the bills and they lose to the Ravens. You might actually have like a legitimate argument to say, the Bills might be frauds, right? You know, because they—they've never won anything. They've never won a big game. What have they done, right? But when it's the Patriots and they lose a big game, it's kind of like, hey, you know, it happens every year. They lose a couple games, you know. Yeah, they lose big games. They lose primetime games. We all know what happened. They lost to the Chiefs. they they lost. To the, it's the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like to call the Patriots frauds because they lost to a very good football team. By the way to me is like the most laughable thing. I I can't even explain what I'm trying to say great, but it's like, it's the Patriots. It's not the Buffalo bills. It's not the Cleveland Browns who have been beating up on bad teams. It's the new England Patriots who have won all these Super bowls, won all these football games since 2001. They've had one season since 2001 where they didn't win 10 games. And that was 2002 when they won nine games. It just makes no sense. And I'm starting to come around and I'm starting to really believe maybe these people are right. Maybe the Patriots really do suck. And, they're just not good at the sport of football. It's true. They're not good at football.
0: Yeah, it's very true. You know what's lovely, LB? Now we get to roll with this take that the defense isn't very good and that Tom Brady is actually carrying the team. That's actually a really good take that we can, we can come away with this. Tom, The defense stinks. Everyone is saying it, the defense sucks, and Tom Brady just carries.
1: And, you know, you could actually make a legitimate argument because I know that I wouldn't sit here and tell you that Brady has been the best version of himself that we've ever seen but you know I think he's been much better than the statistics will tell you I think that he's worked with a lot of different parts they have like their continuity at wide receiver is just it's it's mind-blowing I asked Dom to kind of look into something for myself the other day we were discussing you know what season did Brady complete the most passes in a single season too and what we found was it was 2005 he had completed 18 Completed a pass to 18 different guys. Right now, he's at 16. and And Kill Harry will be, you know, we assume will be the 17th guy to catch a pass from him. And we started kind of thinking of another guy that maybe could come along and catch a pass from him. I was thinking maybe Damian Harris could be number 18. If he, you know, gets activated maybe later in the year and catches a scream, you know, whatever. And I started, you know, can they top that? Can they top the 2005 year? Because it feels like he has thrown the football to a lot of different people, man, and... Tom Brady is absolutely just carrying this dog-crap team and this dog-crap overrated defense, man. This defense sucks.
0: You're right, LB. I think I think we should actually get into the macro part of this game. And we can talk about the stuff we maybe were wrong about from last podcast going to the Ravens game. Some things we might have been right about. First of all, let's just give a whole lot of credit to the Ravens. They were coming off a bye-bye. And we've seen what bad teams do off a of bye, like the Cleveland Browns. They came into Foxborough, and they had an absolutely zero game plan. It was horrible. Um, they still had an extra week to prepare. It didn't matter. The Ravens had an extra week to prepare, which matters a whole lot. I think John Harbaugh is 12-2 and two now or 13-2 and two off a of bye. Good coach coming off a of bye. They planned extremely well for the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, they – off the first drive, smack the Patriots in the mouth. Everyone's looking for the ball. No one has any idea what's going on. The Patriots defense, the Patriots offense goes three and out. Um, They don't have time. The defense on the sideline doesn't have time to figure out what the hell's going on. So they run out on the field. They get smacked again because the Ravens just did a good job. They did a very good job. They deserve all the credit. They deserve absolutely all the credit. They played a great game. And maybe if they play that game again, next down the road the Patriots I would bet on the Patriots winning that game but this time it was the Ravens they were most certainly the better team in this game and Lamar Jackson didn't have to be a great passing quarterback to be great all he need all it was basically it was basically like a college scheme read option three four people in the backfield motion everywhere players going everywhere and the Patriots just kind of he just kind of really sat back and when you sit back against that kind of offense and aren't aggressive you're going to get your ass kicked and they were getting blown off the ball because they were kind of guessing and they were taking advantage of the the slowness of the patriots the slow well not not slowness but the east to west slowness because guys like danny Shelton, lawrence guy are, are good very good players but they're good north south style players and the ravens kind of made them go east west and it didn't look very good, and the Ravens defense, say, say what you want about them, a lot of people think they weren't very good, but they, like we did say on the podcast, they matched up pretty well with the Patriots offense, and so I think that's where we can start. The Ravens were good, and not to make an excuse, but the Patriots were going are going to this by obviously, this is by right now, We're we're living it right now. And that's where teams tend to sort of get complacent, complacent. You know, they have a vacation. It'd be similar to if I called off a week from work and I was kind of looking forward to it. And maybe I didn't do all the right things in detail. And if you watch the first first quarter of that game, I think it will be you can say the same. If you watch the first quarter of that game, literally watch the first quarter. It's like, wow, the Patriots really look like vacation is next week. And uh, I think that's exactly what happened.
1: Oh, it did. It really did. And it's. You know, I, I kind of try to avoid going back to 2007, but it made it made me think, you know, that 2007 team, they didn't win the Super Bowl, made it all the more impressive to just be able to get up every week and just get up and just take every game and just win every game. I know they didn't win the Super Bowl, but, you know, they didn't have, ever since then, we've kind of noticed little things like before the bye, sometimes the Patriots aren't as good. We actually discussed this recently. It's like, no matter what what metric you look at, the Patriots usually have a winning record, right? like um, even when Brady throws like 50 plus passes they have an incredibly winning record they have a great record before buys but truthfully for us who have kind of paid attention it doesn't always feel that great um they obviously la are, I I popped my um my podcast cherry this this time a year ago you and I um Titans game Patriots didn't show up got blown out got got really just got beat up uh, up and down the field got bullied by the Titans here we are a year later same thing obviously the Ravens are a better team than the Titans were but they just didn't look ready to play like you said they looked like a team who know that they were about to go on vacation and I can what you just said actually makes so much sense to me dude like the way you just said that um, when you know that you have a week off at work I think it's only natural sometimes and like you said it's not an excuse it's just Maybe it sounds like an excuse. Maybe it is. Maybe it is an excuse. I don't know. You know, I think I'm not an excuse lot, guy.
0: I think there's. It's not really excuse because I think there's a lot of evidence. Um, teams against the spread, even straight up, it, they're a lot worse before the bye. Like, they're a lot worse.
1: It just. It didn't. It felt like a team that was ready for vacation. Maybe they really do need it. We all know. Um, the 2015 Patriots. They started 10 and 0. And then they finished 2-4, and and we all just kind of know how that year ended. So maybe it's just good to get this bye out of the way now, get that loss out of the way. They didn't lose to a bad team. They lost to a very good team. They lost to a team who has never been intimidated by them. The Ravens are certainly a smart football team. I can't stand them. I don't like them. But, you know, it's like the Giants. It's like the Broncos when the Broncos were good. There's certain teams that just aren't intimidated. The Ravens certainly aren't a team that's going to come in and be intimidated by you. They, they, they show up and they play football and they're willing to hit you in the mouth. And, you know, the Patriots overall, they played a very poor defensive game. But at the same time, when I say that. I don't believe the Ravens offense is sustainable. I don't mean a lot of people think, well, yeah, running cornerback, he's going to get hurt. I, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to get hurt or whatever. I don't, you know, I hope he doesn't get hurt. It's just that style of offense. We've seen the Patriots kind of get beat by weird things in the past that kind of surprised them. And I think that they were a little bit surprised. I, it feels like to the naked eye, I haven't seen a ton of Ravens football this year. It feels like they ran more of that option stuff, more of that. That kind of offense that we saw Sunday night, it felt like they ran more of that. But overall, I'm upset they lost. I'm disappointed they lost. It sucks to lose. Nobody wants to lose, whether you're on the team, rooting for the team, whatever. Nobody wants their team to lose. Losing sucks. It's that simple. Losing blows. And the Patriots lost. But you know what? There is—I saw a few positives. I mean, I loved certain things that I saw of the offense— you had a great take, and I'll kind of let you take it away in a moment. Um, you had a great take when you came to the chat that night. You said, you know, the Patriots don't have an identity. Maybe they found one, and I'm with you. I saw a few other people write about it after you kind of said that that night. I love when that happens, when we talk about stuff and then it becomes like a whole topic. Um, you kind of said maybe they found, maybe they did find an identity. Maybe their their identity is going to be that hurry-up, something that you talked about a week ago. You said maybe the Patriots run that hurry-up. You had a feeling they would. They did. Their offense looked... I know they only scored 20 points, but It felt much better. Maybe they found an identity, I hope, on offense. Because obviously the schedule is going to get tougher. We can only hope the offense can start to score points, right?
0: Yeah, for sure, OB. The The last thing I'll say if we're getting to the offense about the defense is they had a lot of mental mistakes. They had the penalty, then the Ravens get the touchdown. A lot of mental mistakes. It was a lot of people think it was just a beat down it was 17 to 10 the patriots got the field goal and in my opinion the patriots should have gone for the touchdown on fourth down say what you want but it's for the patriots red zone offense this year it hasn't been good at all and I, I really thought that they should have just gone for it there make try to make it 17 17 live with it if 17 10 you're getting your ass kicked at that point anyway but the scoreboard doesn't really reflect it so then the patriots come out um, Jules has the fumble and it goes 24-13, then the Patriots score again, 24-20, and it's a game again, and the Patriots have a chance to stop the Ravens, bring back momentum, maybe change a game, and the Ravens just score again, and it looked like the Patriots defense was finally, after halftime, clamping up, and then it didn't happen. The offense just they, they had that turnover, just a lot of mental mistakes and stuff. If you're a Patriots fan, you're going to think to yourself, man, I don't think we're going to see this kind of game where the Patriots don't know where the ball is or aren't really prepared. Or as Bill Belichick just said, they had a shitty day coaching. And a lot of people, really smart people like Matt Chatham will tell you the same thing. They kind of had a shitty day coaching. And of course that's going to happen. Everyone has a really bad day at work. And even the smartest people like the Patriots, that's kind of an encouraging thing to me about the defense is they they can just take from this, learn from it, and I don't think they'll have a game this bad again. But as for the offense, LB definitely saw some things I liked. And number one, coming off a loss, is our main man Muhammad Sanu, looking absolutely great. <laughs> he looks like he looks like what j- we thought Josh Gordon was supposed to be. He he immediately connects with Brady, gets 14 targets with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's looking for Muhammad Sanu all over the place. And the first drive, if you guys remember, the first drive, Brady had a long ball to Sanu. And it kind of – if you only, if you watch the screen, you'd be like, man, Brady, bad ball. But the safety was the safety was going in, and Brady wanted Sanu to cut out just a little bit. And Sanu went in with the safety, and Brady actually put the ball right on the money. And the uh, Tom Brady and Sanu already connecting. If they can get plays like that going, look out. Sanu's going to have a ton of Julian Edelman-type games because here's a take – that I don't think anyone's going to be ready for. Let's just ask the question. Is Mohamed Sanu better than Julian Edelman in this offense? Um, He has better hands. He definitely has better hands. Boy,
1: that's a good question. You know, I'll tell you what.
0: I love Julian Edelman. I love you very much, Julian Edelman. But Mohamed Sanu is maybe, it's close, it's debatable. We can at least have the debate. I'll he, I'll hear your Julian Edelman is the absolute man. I can hear your side of it. He'll have days where he's absolutely the man, but Mohamed Sanu might just be the best wide receiver in the Patriots' office, and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you couldn't have put it in any perfect whispers. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. I mean, we don't want Julian Edelman getting 14 targets probably every week, so if you can have a guy get 8, 10, Twelve targets to take some pressure off of Julian. That's a great thing. And Muhammad looked fantastic. 10 catches, 81 yards. Obviously sometimes yards can be, re- they can be deceiving as well because he had that short touchdown catch, but in the Patriots offense, let's be honest, yards per catch really isn't a great stat um, because you're going to kind of be asked to run certain stuff, do certain stuff that maybe isn't conducive to getting a ton of, you know, yards per catch, but he looked fantastic. 14 targets 10 catches 81 yards a touchdown nobody connects with with brady that quickly truthfully except for that one guy who showed up where number set number 17 versus Miami. i forget his name some guy he was he was pretty good at football though uh, <laughs> so the guy that has the burner account yeah that guy, that guy has guy. the burner account. that guy's pretty cool actually i like that burn i think there was a couple by the way going around yesterday but um you know I love that you just said that he almost looked like what we thought Gordon would be because here's the thing. He's not quite as muscular, and I'm weird. I noticed – maybe this is L. Bryson corner. I, I'm weird. I noticed things like this. He's not quite as muscular as Josh Gordon is, but boy, they look the he's same, big, don't they? He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah, man. They, 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 he's a big guy. He's, he just looks big. He looks bigger in the Patriots he uniform. The I swear. He lo-
0: the, yeah, the first, man. One of the first big plays he had with the Patriots, that's a crackback block on i think miles garrett yeah it was
1: yep miles garrett is a very scary human
0: and Uh muhammad sanu walked right into foxborough and knocked him knocked him around on a
1: crack bag once some random guy apparently also did the same to miles garrett just punched him can you imagine like walking down the street be like hey there's miles garrett i'm gonna punch him in the face I don't know if, if some of our listeners heard of that, but Miles Garrett was, like, recently assaulted a few weeks ago. <laughs> <Can> you, <laughs> have you ever seen that guy? Look at this punk. Let me just smack him around. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. That guy, he is just, like, absolutely ripped. He has absolutely no fat on his body. He's all muscle. Like, I'm going to just attack Hulk real quick. And, like, can you imagine if, if he decides to just beat the hell out of him back? Like, I mean, some of these, <laughs> but he's huge. But, again, story for another day. Um, if it's me, I'm not going after Miles Garrett on a football field. <laughs> if I'm a wide receiver, I'm probably not trying to block Miles Garrett too often. And if I'm a person just walking down the street, I'm not probably trying to punch him in the face. But things like that, I love, man. I love a wide receiver who's well on the block. Um, that's kind of Edelman. he's he's I, I really like that. You said that. I know that you recently kind of compared him to Amendola. Maybe that's like a perfect comparison because you could kind of compare. Amandola to Edelman, too, but obviously they're both different in size and stuff. Mohamed Sanu, like I said, man, you know, it's funny. Like, he's not – I don't know what he's – what, what is Mohamed Sanu's height? He looks a little bit taller than Josh Gordon, but size-wise, man, he looks huge. He looks big in that Patriots uniform. I'm telling you, dude. Did he not look, like, massive to you? Like, bigger than you even thought?
0: Yeah, he was definitely looking big. <laughs> he was definitely looking big, man. He's not – he's definitely nowhere near – as quick and short areas like Amendola was, but he's 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 just smart. He knows how to get open. He runs his routes really really well. Brady's, and the thing is, is Brady knows like Muhammad Sanu is going to run ten yards on a line, and he's going to be right there because that's what Muhammad Sanu does, and that's the exact kind of wide receiver the page that Tom Brady loves. You know, Josh Gordon's a really good player, but maybe sometimes Josh Gordon would run his 10 yard out or whatever yard out at 12 yards depth. And Tom Brady didn't like that, but Muhammad Sanu runs the same route over and over again, because he's a route technician and Tom Brady loves that. And I love that. And that's why from this point forward, if you have Muhammad Sanu in fantasy fat W to you, because I think Tom Brady is just going to keep, keep going at him. And also LB the thing that we actually, I just forgot about now that we just got off topic, the hurry up offense for the Patriots, I think the Patriots, I think the Patriots feels like they're transitioning from that heavy um, run the ball out of heavy formations. Obviously they don't have a fullback anymore, but now the Patriots, I think what their identity needs to be is spread, spread them out. You can still your linemen. Once Isaiah Wynn gets back, your linemen are good enough to run the ball against light boxes and, and spread out formations. I mean, Ben Watson's not the greatest tight end, but he's—we just saw—he's a little serviceable. He can still block a little bit, but maybe spread teams out, hurry it up, neutralize the pass rush. You know, sometimes you know we've seen Chip Kelly offenses you can't go hurry up all the time. But you have Tom Brady, the smartest quarterback to ever play the game, arguably. Hurry it up, to wear the defense down, and run the ball—not from heavy formations and big boxes, but run the ball against light formation, light boxes. And of course, if they're heavy boxes, if you spread them out in their heavy boxes, you just shred them with James White and Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu in the middle. I think that's the identity the Patriots are probably going to use going forward and probably the one they should have. Because as we saw in the first couple of weeks, like, what are the Patriots? A running team? Eh, they not very good running out of the heavy formations. Are they a, they just a pass? I, I, it's just they, they really didn't have much of identity. They were just kind of... Doing stuff, it felt like. But now, now it seems like they have a, an identity to me. Spread them out, run the ball from there, and
1: let it fly. It's funny. Like, you just <clears throat> you just went over a few names there. I love everything you just said. I noticed that there was one name missing from everything you just said. Of a former first-round pick who had just four carries last week. And I don't know. I'm starting to wonder, is Mr. Sony Michelle? are we gonna are we gonna begin to see Sonny Michelle get less carries? I'm not saying they will i'm not i'm not yeah, I think you know you should you know man
0: i mean it, look it's I, just it, it's it's more about James white is just absolutely awesome and the people that the people that think you can't just use James white for however many snaps in the game because James white will get her that's kind of silly to me I've watched he I had
1: watched, eighty I'll, catches last year yeah
0: l b James white I don't know if you if you guys know anything about college football, but James White literally played at Wisconsin, a place where it is yep. vital that you run through the tackles. And if you watch James White, if you watch him on the coach's tape, he knows how to run. You know, he's not the biggest guy. You know, he won't get he won't break a whole lot of tackles. But when he gets to the line, James White will juke you out of your shoes and he will make stuff out of nothing. And he will also catch the ball and Brady trust him a whole heck of a lot. And I think that's that's really what you want. A lot of guys that Brady really trusts and that you know are probably going to make a play. Did Sony Michelle have a kind of a weird drop? Also, he last did.
1: game? Brady. It wasn't necessarily a drop. Brady had a pass intended to him. He was had had a few words with Sony. It was very. It was visual. But he was not thrilled with whatever Sony did on that play, was not thrilled with what he did. He ran something wrong, something happened that went wrong. He was not thrilled, and we didn't see much of Sony the rest of the day. And I can tell you right now, dude, I love what you just said. If you don't believe Bryson on what he just said about Wisconsin, go ahead and Google James White's rushing stats. Pro football reference, I love it. You can use Pro Football Reference for college football, NFL, MLB, every sport. They have it covered. Go to, go to profootball, ProFootballReference.com, Google James White's college football stats, and see some of the stuff that he did at Wisconsin running the football. He had, like, no receptions in college football, okay? He was a great running football. He had nine carries last week, which I think is perfect. If you want to give him nine, ten carries, 12 carries, let Sony get four or five. I mean, it's, it's not exact. Of course, but less Sony, more James White. I'm okay with that, and I think everybody else should be too. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. There's – I don't know about you. There's been like a few whispers that the team is kind of not loving Sony Michelle right now. Ivan Fears came out last week, said some things about Sony Michelle specifically. Google Again, Google it. Don't believe me. He said some things about Sony. We saw Tom Brady. Have a few words with Sony after some route that he ran or didn't run. I don't know if the team is almost ready at this point this season. Obviously, not career wise. Sony has, you know, all these years to go on his rookie deal. I don't know if the team's ready to kind of try something new at on offense. And I think that trying something new on offense, it goes without saying, if you're gonna pass the football more, you're gonna see less Sony Michelle because I don't know about you, Bryson. When it comes to the Patriots throwing the football to running backs, I don't want to see Sonny Michelle being that guy. I would rather see James White first, and if Burkhead's healthy, him.
0: And Bolden so has annoyed. actually made some plays this year.
1: Absolutely has. Absolutely has. Bolden has looked fantastic on quite a few plays that he's made this year. And I love that you said about Brady trusting White. How about that throw he made where um, Brady was just barking orders at the line, and he made that that amazing throw to James White down the sideline there. James White adjusted on it. He adjusted to it like a wide receiver, man. I mean...
0: That's what he is. He's basically a wide receiver playing running back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he, but he's got that running back's build. You know, know, I'm totally fine with him getting more carries. I don't worry about him getting injured like some... I don't know. People really think like he's just going to get hurt if he gets more carries.
0: The thing is, what what... Someone's going to have to explain to me why I should care about the marginal difference between James White carrying the ball at four yards a carry and so, and but also catching a ton of passes, and Sonia and Michelle carrying the ball at four point two yards per carry. But that was kept, why do that I was keep, last why?
1: year, by the way. Sony this year is three point three.
0: Right, I, I don't know what it is this year. I'm just giving an example. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure why I care. Why would I be like? Well, he's so and so is a better runner. Well, I mean point two yards, really. Like, why do I care? I'm not just. I'm just not sure why. Like if Bill Belichick is sitting there and you tell him, well, running back A carries it for 3.8 yards per carry and running back B carries it for four yards per carry, what does that 0.2 yards per carry really amount to? And why should anyone care about that is a question I would
1: ask. Look, man, like Sony this year, he's uh, under 400 yards, I believe, for the year through nine games, a ton of carries, 3.3 yards per carry. He has not You can blame the line. You can blame whoever you want. It's not working. I mean, what else to say? It hasn't worked, okay? I mean, it's not even a knock on Sony. It's just it hasn't worked. This, as you've called it in the past in our chat, the Sony Michelle offense, which I think is a great way to look at. The Sony Michelle offense, whether it's Sony Michelle, whether it's whatever, whether it's a play calling, call it whatever you want at this point. I really don't care that much. The Sony Michelle offense has not looked as good as the James White offense,
0: oh yeah, of course not. I think James White is a much better much better player, like just give just give James White the majority workload like just give him the majority w- workload, try to work Bolden in there, and just that's i mean I'm a big dummy, but that's that's what I would think about doing i mean there was a game there was that game against the Jets in the beginning of the year where they spread the Jets out. Of course, it's the Jets. People are going to say, laugh at that, but they had Bolden and Burkhead in at times, and they just spread them out, and Bolden kind of went to work a little bit. I liked it. Just keep doing it. Keep it going, LB. Keep it going, as Tom Brady
1: I'm just – exactly. <laughs> let's keep it going. I'm just very curious to see what they do going forward at the running back position. I know that's something that maybe not a lot of people think about, but – Uh, I mean, is there a change coming at running back a little bit as far as reps goes? I don't know. I'm not saying there is. I mean, I might look like a total idiot in like two days, and Sony's going to run for like 180 yards on, you know, two carries. I don't know, but (laughs) I don't know, man. It's just it hasn't been pretty this year at times watching that team run the football. I think you, you and I would both agree. And hopefully they have found an identity, and hopefully that identity is something to the likes of hurry up, you know, less heavy offense. Let's just try It's not working, man. Again, it's not working. Blame whoever you want. Blame. I don't care who you blame. Just hasn't looked good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Actually, Dolphins look much better at times in this game, even. Like I said, the Sunu looked great. Tom Brady looked great, given the circumstances. Had one, Had one pass at the end there that just really wasn't good. But, you know, a lot of people would say, you know Tom Brady's got a guy in his face, he's throwing it up hoping that Sanu runs it, maybe gets p i or at least fights for the ball, but it that just didn't happen and that's that's definitely on Brady there but he over other than that he had a a pretty good game and the stats definitely don't show that and people will laugh at Tom Brady's stats. I don't care about that, but I watch the games. Tom Brady was good given circumstances like I'm watching the game guys are, there's defenders stuck all over everyone. Tom Brady's, like, making great decisions not to force. Like, the thing we ignore is, like, guys are stuck, defenders are stuck on receivers, and Tom Brady's not forcing throws. Like, he's throwing it out of bounds, throwing it at someone's feet, or Edelman creates two inches of separation, and Brady's throwing in the bread basket. Like, Tom Brady had a good game.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Even uh, even that stupid idiot whose name, I won't, I won't even give him credit on on here because you know he sucks but even versus buffalo his stats absolute dog crap everybody said brady was absolutely terrible and then it's like is you why kind of watch over some of the stuff more there was nobody open all day and if you had josh allen at quarterback that day you're losing by 40 so no matter what even when brady has a bad day at least his decision making isn't like dog crap i mean seriously The stats can say whatever they want to say. Like I said earlier, continuity at wide receiver has not been great for years and years now. And, I mean, maybe that's something – I think about it. They've had all these different wide receivers come and go. Even Brandon LaFell, who had this great connection with him for a year, two years. All these different names come in. Antonio Brown, you know, one week. All these different names, man. All these different guys just come and go. And here we are in 2019. All these different – all these – Even this year, all these new guys, rookies he's throwing it to, rookies that are there, rookies that aren't there, and Kale Harry, you know, all these different things is going on, all these moving pieces, it's not easy for a quarterback to do that, and Brady is very much about timing, and you start giving him new wide receivers every two weeks, and you have, you know, a year ago where you're relying on Kenny Britt to kind of come in and make plays for you, or you're relying on guys like Eric Decker to show up and make plays, or you're asking some of these, you know, not very good players or guys past their prime to come in and make plays for you. There has certainly been desperation. Josh Gordon comes in, he was here for 17 football games. I mean, it's not an easy situation he's been put in. I'm sorry, it's just not. And people expect him to just put up MVP-type numbers no matter what he does. And it's just not that simple, especially in a complex offense. And truthfully, you should be grateful for the things that Tom Brady's doing for your football team. I don't care what the stats say. Watch the football games. Watch some of the stuff going on. You would know that he has been much better than the stats say. I mean, he just has been, period.
0: Agree, LB. I think the bye week thoughts that we can kind of at the bye midseason, what do we think about the Patriots? This game really doesn't change much for me. The Patriots are still a really good team, and we're about to find out how much of a really good team they are because the schedule coming up, they got the Eagles, who at the beginning of the year I really liked the Eagles, and I still think they have a really talented roster. They're kind of poorly coached. But then they have the Cowboys, who have a top three to five offense in the NFL. Someone argue, would argue one. They have a quarterback who's playing at a top three to five level for sure. Someone would argue Others would argue one, two, three. They're playing the Texans, who, of course, have another good quarterback. They're playing the Chiefs, and Mahomes is going to be back. And then they have the Bengals, the Bills, and the Dolphins. So really the next one, two, three, four games are kind of going to be really big games. I mean, there's the Eagles games, a 425 game, the Cowboys game, 425 game, Texans night game, Chiefs 425. I'm I'm really confident to to say the Patriots are probably – do the Patriots go – I mean, even if they do go two and two here, there's really there's really no issues here. They got in these next four games because and then they have the Bengals, Bills, the Dolphins. They should they should literally sweep that stretch there. So even if they do go two and two, there'll still be 13 and three on the air, in my opinion. So there's really not much to worry about here. They, the only thing to worry about is the one seed. And right now the Chiefs have three losses. The Texans have three losses. Who else is the top? Of the, FC? the Ravens still have three losses, LB or two?
1: I think the Ravens, I believe, have two, right? And don't the how many losses do the Bills have? What the? I, the Bills are I swear six it's and like
0: two. But the Patriots right now, I mean, they won. So if the Patriots win again at home, which I, I'm pretty sure they will. And by the way, that game, that game is still TBA. And I think it's going to be a
1: Saturday night game.
0: Just to just to like break some news here, I think that's going to be a Saturday night game.
1: So you'll, it'll essentially get flexed into like a prime time slot. Is that kind of I what's happening? I think it might be. A,
0: I think it might be a set. I've heard some people say it might be a Saturday game, but I'm not sure. It says December 22nd. Which, if I look on my schedule, December twenty second is actually on a Sunday, but it's just it says TBA. I don't know. It's 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 going to be where maybe it is going to be on a Sunday, but I've heard some people say it could be on a Saturday. So I, I really have no idea what's going on there. But these next couple games, I'm really excited. If you're a Patriots fan, you aren't excited for the next really next four games on the schedule at Eagles, Cowboys at home, the two biggest franchises in the entire NFL. Then they play Deshaun Watson at Deshaun Watson's house. Then they play Patrick Mahomes at home. These next four weeks, we're going to remember these next four weeks, LB. The the first part of the season, not going to lie, kind of boring. Smacked a lot of teams that weren't very good, but the Patriots are still a very good team. But these next four games, this is it right here. This is football, LB. This is it.
1: Love it, man. I kind of like what you said, too. (laughs) Do your job. That's right, man. Get one more. One more win. Hopefully a lot more than one more win. Uh, It will take everything we got here. You know, I kind of like what you said about how not much changed in your, you know, not much changed for me either. I guess all that changed was that, you know, the Patriots are playing better teams now. That's really, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of find out what they're made of, but I don't think that's a huge concern. If the Patriots are to lose to the Philadelphia Eagles, do not freak out. I would not be stunned, by the way, if they kind of did. I, this weird thing coming off the bye now. I feel like sometimes the Patriots come off the bye and they look a little sluggish at the same time. And Although I don't think that'll be a huge concern because they just got shellacked in the Ravens' house. The Eagles, they seem to be playing better football since some of that stuff kind of came out in their locker room. Um, Lane Johnson's already kind of running his mouth because he's a weird loser freak. And just some of the stuff going on, I really love the Patriots to beat the Eagles, by the way. But, you know, if they were to lose, I would not freak out, by the way. You know, the Eagles are a pretty good football team. They kind of know what they're doing. I wouldn't be stunned if they were to lose to the Eagles and then win every other game. Not that I'm saying they'll lose. I always think the Patriots are going to win every single game. And I always think, you know, they have a chance to blow every single team out. One of the great things about being a Patriots fan. But like you said, does anything really change for you after the Ravens loss? The only thing that really changed was that It was just a realization that they're going to play some better football teams here going forward and that, you know, it's going to get a little tougher. That's it. I mean, teams lose to good football teams all the time. It's not crazy. The Patriots lost to five not so good football teams a year ago in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you just kind of take it for what it is and you try to look for matchups. I think matchups are huge. and. I just don't see the Eagles being as big of a problem as the Ravens were last week. I don't know. And, you know, you made a great point. If you're a Patriots fan and you're not excited about these next few weeks, where's your pulse, man? What's going on with you? What are you doing? It's about to start getting really interesting and really fun. I've been a Patriots fan since
0: 1845, and this was the same year in which – that the Green Bay Packers played the East Taunton Yellow Jackets, and in that yep. game, they decided that was a championship, and that's how you decide a championship. I've been a fan for that long. And was I that the best you, game ever? Was that the best
1: football game you ever saw? Look, truthfully, look, LB,
0: it was three to two after four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was the most thrilling three to two game I've ever seen. They're wearing leather jackets, leather jacket. They're wearing leather helmets. <laughs> j- They're
1: they leather, leather, leather jackets. <laughs> They're wearing leather helmets and leather jackets shoulder pads (laughs) look at these look at these kids with their shoulder pads these days
0: after the game they went they all went to their their jobs the local high schools where they were janitors and they just continued (laughs) to mock and clean the floors i know that was when being a patriots fan was at the absolute pinnacle when you could watch the green bay packers just in their absolute prime beating these absolutely terrible teams well, terrible as in terribly awesome teams. <laughs> and the East Taunton Yellow Jackets were very good. I mean, the West
1: Taunton Yellow Jackets, that was a good team. The West the Taunton- Taunton- let's not even get into the East Taunton Yellow Jackets. All right, relax. <laughs> Pump the brakes here with the East Taunton Yellow Jackets. Let's, let's just stick to the West Taunton Yellow Jackets for now. Let's not just – let's not ruin you – know, let's not just totally blow the minds of some of our, uh, some of our listeners here. I mean, let's, let's – East Taunton Yellow Jackets, that's a whole different story, buddy. And not only that, I've been a Patriots fan. I'm a little bit older than you. Some might know. I've been a Patriots fan since 1784. And back then, dude, you don't even know what it was like to watch one nothing football games. That's when they had the one point touchdown pass where you could just like throw if you threw it with your opposite hand, um, you could throw it into the end zone. It would count as one point. That was the absolute best.
0: Was Ben Franklin in
1: the replay booth back then. (laughs) As a matter of fact, they had those weird wigs on and stuff, and, like, it was a big thing where, like, you couldn't – if you pulled by their wig, that was basically the same as a face mask. Like, if you pulled it off their head, that was a big deal back then. If you did that, like, dude, you were probably getting ejected for the game. That was basically their targeting rule back then. Like, you pull off a wig, you know what I'm saying, and you pull that thing off, it gets bad. It gets ugly. I used to see quite a few fist fights break out back then. You don't even want to know what those fights were like. They used to line up in a row and they would just smack each other on the face. Whoever fell down first would, would be the loser. It was a great game, man. I'm telling you. That's back when the Yankees also had a hockey team. The New York Yankees they had a football team, a baseball team. They even had a hockey team. Excellent hockey team, too. Excellent hockey team.
0: That's interesting. I'll be. I mean, you're, you've been a fan for longer than all of us and you've got to see the glory days of the New England Patriots. But I'm I'm glad you're here with us now. I think some a couple of fun facts that we can kind of go with here now is Justin Bethel came from the Ravens. They actually had to cut Justin Bethel because of a weird compensation pick formula. They didn't want to cut him. The Ravens Ravens kind of had a weird explanation, weren't happy about it, but they cut him. And now he's a special team stud for what is our best r r what is the best um unit for the patriots and that's the punt coverage team <laughs> amazing love this punt team
1: this is the punt best team, punt owns, team i've dude. seen since the 1700s you know
0: what the, the patriots offense to just honestly sigh on themselves and the punt team should just continue to roll out there and i want to see i want to see jake bailey can, is, can you can you kick and then catch it can that be a you can kick can we like man. kick it
1: to matt slater and that's a completion Bryson, man, you know what you're kind of making me think of is like in the Water Boy. When um, their big plan to defeat the Water Boy is they're just gonna take a knee on every play. Maybe <laughs> the Patriots should do that—just <laughs> take a knee every play and just punt. let the punt team do its thing. Punt, punt. Team. <laughs> Why even take a knee? Just, just punt it on first down. Don't even bother taking a knee. Just punt it. Let the, let the punt team score you some more touchdowns. This punt team's incredible. How did you love, though, truthfully, as a Patriots fan, I'm kind of a salty guy sometimes, seeing Cyrus Jones muff that punt after some of the crap he's talked in the past. I know the, I know the Ravens won, but at least Cyrus Jones can still feel like absolute dog shit for dropping that punt letting the Patriots back in the game. F that guy. Big W.
0: Massive, massive W. The other thing that I want to say is, Patriots fans asking me about Des Bryant. There's been probably five to 10 of you that have tagged me that I've seen. I'm going to say no big, no from the Patriots. Uh, Pretty confident saying Michael Lombardi actually said last year before Des had the injury that the Patriots thought jack shit of Des Bryant. That was before he got hurt. So no one Des Bryant. Sorry to um, burn your dreams. If you think that Des Bryant is awesome because Bill Belichick actually doesn't think so. And, and, he, Bill Belichick did this thing where he signed a wide receiver. You guys probably don't remember. I don't even remember this dude's name, but he was the mysterious wide receiver that was standing next to Josh Gordon. He had a actually a beer gut. They decided to sign that guy in, instead of Des Bryant. So that's a big yeah, fat no on Des Bryant.
1: They, they signed a a fat drunk. It was actually me. It was actually actually (laughs) me. I remember that. Dude, I remember your tweets about the bear gut guy. It's true. It's like they did that just to be like, yeah, here's what we think of Des Bryant. We're just gonna like totally just troll everybody right now. And just sign this fat (laughs) I remember that. Oh my god, I remember that. He was like a white guy, right? Was he like a fat white guy or am I crazy?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what of like, course. If, if you're in that kind of shape and an NFL team calls you like bless you
1: like you're I'm just really like, certain that was Gunnar Olszewski's like dad slash uncle like they're related somehow. Yeah, that, that wouldn't
0: shock me. It wouldn't that wouldn't shock me at all. There's probably something like that. I can't remember. His, I can't remember that guy's name Man, tweet me if you remember this guy's name. I'm not going <laughs> to find it because I don't I don't really remember how to find it. I mean, maybe I could. But yeah. Yeah, that's it's a it's a big no. Big no on that.
1: And and uh, you know, just to add on to uh, Brady's continuity at wide receiver the oh, past, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. and uh, he just hey, just Tom, signed, hey. Hey.
0: hey here's our Widow be. Hey,
1: Tom,
0: this guy over here, he's gonna catch some pass, he's got a beer good
1: <laughs> <laughs> We just signed him from the Samuel Adams factory down the road. He works like <laughs> come on, man. Like, give me <laughs> a break. What is what is up <laughs> with that?
0: Bill Belichick called Sam uh, Sam Adams factor's like, Look, we heard you, you got this guy that, It's a four six forty, wanna bring him in for kind of a look here.
1: <laughs> I gotta give him a
0: look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, uh... <sighs> i can't even do that noise can you do that like that weird like noise he does his kid his kid sounds just like him steve belichick absolutely owning minus the grunting and the snorting and all that you know steve okay. belichick you gotta love it i loved it too man I, if you guys ever want to just like get a kick out of something i know I, I keep telling you guys to use the google machine today but go ahead and google his kids and some of their legal troubles it's actually kind of funny <laughs> Like steve too steve Steve's an interesting guy, good kid, love the fact that he's worked out to be a nice coach for the Patriots, despite Malcolm Butler attacking him pre-Super Bowl 52, whatever, you know, he owns, Belichick owned Malcolm Butler, let him sit, and then the Eagles owned the Patriots, so who who owned who, you know, who owned who there, man, what do you think, Bryson, who owned?
0: The real owner here is the guy from the Sam Adams factory, we gotta take a picture (laughs) next to Josh Gordon. He's gonna show his kids, like, yep, that was me. You know, your dad was. I was not in the greatest shape, and Bill freaking Belichick still decided to call me, and I went out there and I
1: caught a few passes from Tom Brady for a day. Gone from the Pawtucket Patriot factory. Sam Adams, Pawtucket Patriot. Who gives a crap? Same thing. My God, these wide receivers that they've given Brady the past few years. I, I can't believe that you just remembered the fat gut guy, man. He was my favorite player ever. He was like my spirit animal. That's a great player right there. I love that guy. He looked like he literally just got done playing flag football, getting drunk and high with his buddies. If you've ever played flag football in some of these Massachusetts leagues up here, it does occur before and after games. little smoking, a little drinking, have a little fun, a little crazy. That, that's basically who they signed. It was just They basically signed me, and they asked me to catch passes from Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> uh, OB, I think you would do a much better job than this.
1: Hey, man, you know, I'll throw a block. I'll throw a block. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> go Patriots. Do your I'll job. Tell
0: you, I'll tell you what, man. This guy, LB, from Twitter.com, <laughs> he can
1: throw a block, man. Can you believe they're going to make me shave my beard, dude? My oh, wife wants let's, me.
0: Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's get into that. We have a new segment. It's called L. Bryson Corner. Now, LB, just go ahead. We we have this podcast. we got this <sighs> platform where you can just complain about things and – Talk to people I'm about really, something that's going on around the world. Maybe in the gym, maybe not in the gym, maybe on the road, maybe on the court, somewhere that um me and lb are at. We're just going to complain <laughs> about it. So good, lb
1: They want me to shave my beard, man. I oh can't. Gosh, like haters, it, dude. And this, this is honest. God, true story. This, this woman and I. Her name's. Her name is. I, I probably shouldn't say her name because you know, Lord knows, somebody will actually listen from my work and be like, "Oh yeah, he was talking crap about you." She says to me, you know, you're not supposed to have it, you know, like, where you can't have your fingers, like, pinch it and have hair poking out. She starts saying to get, like, a chin strap beard. And, like, I got, like, super defensive saying, like, oh, well, the other lady told me I had to and I trimmed it. I mean, granted, that was, like, two months ago. I remember I even told you guys, like, I just had to trim my beard. I was, like, all upset about it. And, like, I was just like, we'll see. And I don't know, man. I don't think they're failing me too much at this job. And you know, and now I have to trim my beard, dude. Like, I can't go without a beard. Are you a beard guy, Bryce? Like, I, how does your beard grow in? What's it look like?
0: I've honestly, LB, I haven't grown my beard for probably more than two weeks in my entire Ever? life.
1: Well,
0: I used to. I used to have a goatee. I had. I have red facial hair, just like you. My hair, facial hair is like really, really, really red, but. I have never, every time I have, I, I grow like shitty cheek hair. Like it's not, doesn't connect. Like it's weird, <laughs> but, but I can grow. I used to have, a, I used to have a massive goatee. I, used, I, I don't know why, but whenever I first started, like, you know, when you first start growing facial hair, you're like, man, this is cool. That yep. was me. I just like, Always I didn't the like, I didn't like the mustache. So I just, I just rolled with it. Like the goatee, like the most hillbilly goatee ever it Was red. It was disgusting. I remember I actually vividly remember at two days. Uh, we we actually had the cafeteria next to the school. So we'd we'd have practice and then we'd go to lunch and then we'd have we would go back to practice. And so I would I'd be I remember this day I was at lunch and this is when I was like, man, I'm done with this goatee. <laughs> I, I was looking down. I remember I was looking down. I was sweaty. It's August. I'm looking at my food and my plate, and I have sweat dripping off of my goatee. And I was like, what am I doing with this stupid goatee? I mean, I I don't even think I have many pictures of me in it, but it's just an awful goatee. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I, I, I can grow a heck of a mustache. It looks it looks decent for a blonde, weird, strange mustache. And that's that's really about it. But I really haven't tried to grow my facial hair. I, I really just rock with the baby face look because I, I just can't grow a beard like you guys. And I'm really jealous, but that's that's your thing. <laughs> I think if you're able to grow a beard and it looks really nice, then you should be allowed to grow But if you grow a shitty beard like me, you, yeah. you, if you grow a shitty beard like me, then you can look me in the face and be like, look, Bryson, your beard sucks. That's, the, everyone is not equal. Everyone is not equal. You should not have that beard. It sucks. Shape it right now. <laughs> OB, your beard is fine. It's, it's, Thank it's, you. It's just prospering over there. Keep your beard
1: dude i'm like legitimately you don't understand I've, I've been supposed to cut it for like a week now and get this honest to god true story i trimmed it out in killingly in connecticut i had to travel 40 minutes whatever 45 minute drive so I, I don't really love traveling for work i just it it just makes me mad i like to be at the place near my house whatever travel there i trimmed up my beard right trimmed it up a little bit i get an email a scathing email uh, Monday or Tuesday morning, whatever day it was that I had work, I forget. And it's from the um, store manager there who was there the day that this other woman told me I have to trim it and got a little awkward. And she's saying, hey, so I found all these. I think you've been trimming your beard in the sink. You left all these hairs on the floor. and on the It's like, you know, man, I, I clean it. It's just, you know, I there's a lot of hair there. Why? You know, like, I don't even want to be trimming it at work. You guys are the ones that keep giving me crap for it. You know, I don't see why selling has to be me not having a beard. Like, wouldn't you probably walk into a place and see somebody without a beard and be like, this guy doesn't have a beard. I don't trust him. You know what I mean? Like, this guy is trying to sell me stuff he doesn't have a beard. I don't trust this guy. That's how I'd feel. I'd come in there at Bryson, I'd see you, and I'd be like, this guy doesn't have a beard, he's a cop. I don't trust him. I see this big, muscular guy, his name's Bryson, and he doesn't have a beard. I'm picturing you as, like... I feel like there was a Bryson in what was it? Street Fighter? What was that game? There was definitely a Bryson. He was like a big, muscular, like meathead guy. Definitely. Every time I hear the name Bryson, that's what I think. Is what was that video game, dude? Oh my goodness! It had that really hot chick. I think her name was Cammy. She was like the. um, She was like the uh, the hot chick that wore like army stuff. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? I don't remember
0: LB. I don't remember. All I know is that you should be able to you should be able to rock <laughs> your beard if it looks good and you're doing your job and it's okay. Yeah, and you should you should be able to do that, LB. You should have the freedom. I support this is bullcrap. you. This bull
1: crap. This is bull crap. You know, I thought this was America. If you really think about it though, it is kind of wrong that you can't just have a beard. My 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 job makes you cover up your tattoos. You have to trim your beard like I mean, who's to say that more people wouldn't actually like that sort of thing? You know what I'm saying? Like
0: yeah, I, I, don't know. I know. I know what you're saying, Ob. I actually, have I have a I have a story here for Elle Bryson Corner, and it's just it's not really it's not as good as that. I'm not really as as. I'm, I'm sure it's, not it's much re- better. I'm not I'm sure as it's really much
1: better than that.
0: I'm not as involved as yours, but so today, so there's this thing nowadays that people, as everyone knows, everyone is much lazier now. Actually, recently. <laughs> A few years back at the school I attended, there was a, we had to actually take down a sign. It, the sign actually said, if you take the stairs, you will burn so many more calories per day, so many more calories per week, so many calories per week. And they actually took it down because they felt it was offensive. So they took it down, and they took it away from the elevator. So they completely took this sign down. Today. So today, there's a woman um, There's at this place. The elevator was down. And she, she looks around, she looks around, and she says, how do I get upstairs? And keep in mind that she is right next to the stairs. And oh this, God. this is one of these moments where you're like, look, I don't know if you remember about 100 years ago. <laughs> Boomer. But back then. People didn't have elevators, and they just kind of walked up. The st- this, this, like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but this isn't like a thing. in like healthy places, like this isn't a, this isn't a thing. Like no one's gonna be like,
1: "Where's the elevator? Where's the I'm out of breath. Where's the stairs? I have to climb
0: <laughs> one flight of stairs. Where Dying are the stairs
1: in this like- godforsaken hellhole?
0: The elevator's down and people – you would think World War II is going on or, like, they're getting ready to prepare for the <laughs> Civil War. It's like, the elevator's down? What's next? <laughs> What's next? We should start randomly jailing people on the street for no reason? We, start we should to start,
1: to start arresting people who don't use the stairs.
0: So, let's just start throwing people in prison then. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to have a society full of chaos is what I'm here to say, but there's no el- – okay. How are we not supposed to have the shiny technology that brings my fat ass up, up 10 yards so I, can get, so I can avoid the 20 stairs over there to my right that might cause me to burn three calories? <laughs> like, I understand that I've been – I just ate a quarter – quarter pounder with cheese that includes 1500 calories of energy but i do not have the energy to climb up these floors and i just want to say if you're a person that is like this please change your life get healthy. <sighs> uh, ask me for advice even i'll, I'll, I'll be willing to help you I'll, I'll make some plans for you. do not be this person and, and exercise your entire life so you are not this person you're, you're, we're supposed to exercise and lift weights and like run and do healthy things, whatever you do to stay healthy, so that when we are old and fragile, we are not as old and fragile. And we can move around. We can go up steps. We don't have to have anything inhibit us because as soon as a man L.B. cannot travel, that man is no longer a man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. You me? That's an
1: interesting – that's that's actually really interesting to hear you say that. That kind of makes sense, man. That's depressing. Jeez. I mean,
0: imagine, imagine,
1: <laughs> ima- imagine, imagine if you looked at
0: an elevator and the elevator said, The elevator is down today. You're like, Well, shit, the world hates me. <laughs> well, what? It's okay, guys, we're just going to F. You. <laughs> screw me, right? <laughs> just screw me, right?
1: Oh, my goodness, man. You know, it's funny you said it about McDonald's because I was thinking, like, so today I had like a ton of McDonald's, dude. I went a little crazy. I spent 13 bucks on McDonald's, got the number one Big, Big Mac, uh, no pickles with an extra uh, – the extra double cheese, no pickles, uh, extra side of nuggets. Of course, Newt, my cat, helped me eat it. She literally just like drags fries out of the basket thing. The basket. I just said basket. That little McDonald's thing that they have, is that probably called a basket too? I remember we've obviously had our discussions about baskets of fries, but, I mean, she literally just drags them out. She wants all my McDonald's. She's literally walking over to me now because I just said her name. Now she wants to know what I'm doing. That's awesome. Can I just
0: say that I was – I mean I already said it last podcast, but I was the guy that after a sporting event like in high school or middle school whatever, my parents would take me to fast food and I would just gorge out and be an absolute fatty. And I still – and I would still, I, I just don't know how you become to be so unhealthy. Like, I just, I just truly don't know. And I I just, I don't know. It's just one of those weird things to me where if you are, <laughs> if, if this is you, you need to if, if you're, if you look at stairs, you're like, look, I don't know that flight of steps is getting, that might defeat me today. I don't <laughs> want to do that. You need to look in the mirror and change a lot of things about your life. One flight <laughs> of step, Like imagine if you're like talking to your, our forefathers who have like, just like literally ran an elite, one of the most elite uh, countries out of our country, one of the most elite powers in the entire world for all of history out of their country by like just brute force and all just being tough imagine if you're not, like look
1: not to mention they played for the east haunt and Wello- exactly, yellow jackets on the exactly. side
0: they, they had double duty imagine if you looked him in the face like look 200 years from now 250 years from now we're gonna have people you see those things right there those are steps you see those yeah um they're not gonna be able to climb that <laughs> They're gonna, we're gonna have to actually wheel the fat make ass up this little like <laughs> this little like, hallway thing we call an elevator. Like it's gonna be a weird thing. We're gonna have to, and if it's broken down, they can't go up it, and then they'll start suing us for not being inclusive to fat people and all sorts of stuff like that. And yeah, and they'd be like, oh well, you know, that's no. They'd be like, what? Get rid of those people. What are they? What are we doing here? Make them Off make of them their do heads, stuff. Man. Put make them do stuff. Put them on a treadmill for a long time.
1: I've known people who go on diets and, like, they'll only drink this, like, dead ass. They'll only drink diet cola, but yet they'll drink, like, eight of them. First off, it tastes like shit. Like, you're just drinking more of it. Just drink one soda, dude. Like, why start with the diet soda and then drinking more of them? And people really do that, by the way. Like, what is the point, man? Like, just, just drink one, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I certainly have my own diet issues. I love McDonald's, but... I mean I see stairs. <laughs>
0: the di- okay. the LB, the difference is I know when you're when you are blessed enough to live to sixty five years old, I know for a fact that you're gonna see stairs and be like, Yeah, I'm climbing those. You're not gonna be like <laughs> elevator push. You're not gonna be like, ding, elevator push. Like that's a Some sign people- of weakness right there. That's a sign of weakness. You just you just admitted to me that there's if there's an apocalypse, I am immediately coming for you and i'm going to steal all your belongings and you just push the button on the elevator and me and some LB people, we're tra- man. You're training for the apocalypse here <laughs> you are tra- you you're just training to be like dead i don't know you're trained you're trained to be like you're basically like the sloth of the human world like sloth are basically just like like fun candy for predators and like that's what you are you're just like <laughs> some people that's what man you are.
1: it is true though like some i don't know man like Some people, they see those stairs and they start sweating marbles before they even get on them. It's (laughs) like – One flight of stairs, oh my
0: god, my mind is blown. How do I get up there? I don't know. Take the steps?
1: Like you're already already sweating and all I said was the word. You saw the word stairs and you're sweating. You sound like Dante Hightower versus the Ravens. And Dante Hightower plus uh, Danny Shelton at the buffet line. Uh, I think yeah, we didn't, we didn't I've get been thinking play they've,
0: they've gotten back. LB. We got to we got to talk about the boogeyman. We got to talk about let's let's just talk about it. I mean, my goodness, the listeners listening to us talk this long, let's talk about the boogeyman. I, was, I just want to state to start off with, having a defensive nickname is cool. I think me and LB will will just go ahead and say that the boogeyman is cool. I mean, I know I said boogeyman. I'm sure LB did too. The boogeyman was a cool thing. All the videos were cool. Everything's cool. I love Kyle Van Noy, High Tower um simon all the linebackers i mean lb is the biggest landon roberts fan there is we all we love all of those guys very 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 much and the boogeyman thing was cool thumbs up to that stuff and the defense playing good what i want to say is i love you kyle van nooy and all those guys but could we just maybe tempt like just be quiet for a week on the boogeyman stuff and not be like here's we're selling our boogeyman shirts (laughs) how about we just can we just wait just wait how about how about after the eagles game like look boogeyman back we just own the eagles here's our boogeyman shirt but during the bye week in which a game where you just got your ass kicked, i don't know man I'm, i don't i don't know about that look i love I those totally guys agree. i love those guys but i, I just it's just something that I, I don't know it's just if another i know for a fact if another fan base got their like, got the brakes beat off of them to i mean and then decided to post the like shirts we would be like clowning them all over the place and i think everyone if you're listening to this would would be doing the same like if the lob like as soon as the patriots beat the lob we would make we'd made fun of the lob like no flies in like you'd be making fun of it if they were selling t-shirts after they just got their dicks kicked in by tom brady for 500 yards
1: totally agree totally agree like you just said like look i i get it it is cool to have a nickname. We've talked about it. Nicknames for defense, cool. L.O.B. No fly zone. The '85 Bears—they didn't really get one, but they were kind of known as the. Um, everybody always. Everybody knows the Bears shuffle. That's. I'd say that probably best represents them. The Bears shuffle. Like, it is cool, you know. And then Kyle Van Noy gets asked after the game. He's very defensive, saying, "We didn't say that we were all time. You guys said we were historic. We didn't say that." It's like, come on, Kyle. Calm down, you stupid idiot! Like, relax. You're a great football player. You're doing great things this year. The defense is doing great things. You guys had one bad game. Like you said, tone it down for a couple weeks, please. Like, I just can't imagine Belichick loving it. I really liked the Homeland Defense one, you know, from 10, 15 years ago now, right? Was that from 04, I want to say, or 03? That's actually a really good nickname, by the way. Homeland Defense to the Patriots. It makes so much sense. It really is a great nickname. I wish that they kind of brought that back now, but... Boogeyman is fine, whatever. You know, you're scary. You're intimidating. You could almost see it a few weeks ago. I kind of started saying even during the Redskins game, Colt McCoy was just running for the sidelines and he fumbles the football. Like, you could just sense that quarterbacks were playing very scared. Uh, Lamar Jackson wasn't too scared. I would say Lamar Jackson was the boogeyman on Sunday night. He was having (laughs) having a good time. He was having a really good time, man. I mean, that was an all-time performance. Like, the Ravens just – they beat the hell out of ya. And it's just the optics of it. You know, we all love the Patriots. And our our good buddy in our chat, our good pal, Sammy, says, you know, they're a laughing stock, blah, 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 blah. You know, I I don't get with all that. They're not a laughing stock. They had one bad game. If they continue to dominate the rest of the year. They will – they'll be the ones laughing. Truthfully. The boogeyman will be they back, could...
0: with, no doubt about it. Their defense is good. The boogeyman will be back. They'll have a good game. They can post their shirts, and we'll love it, and we'll eat it up. Absolutely. And, the, the, like, we're not – no one's saying that you, you suck, Kyle Noy or all those guys. We're just saying maybe, maybe just –
1: Hopefully he takes it that oh, way. I actually hope he – maybe this this would be like getting in a fight
0: on the internet like getting like this would be like if i got knocked out and like it was on world star it on the internet and like the next day i was like talking to shit to someone like i didn't just get my ass kicked they'd be like what are you doing bryson yeah
1: kind of i mean yeah what you just said is yeah totally that's exactly what it is doesn't mean that they won't have great moments going forward doesn't mean that they can't still be the boogeyman it just means you know for a week or two, why don't you calm down on the boogeyman? Why don't you calm down on the merch stuff? I love some of the tweets I saw though. I can't lie. I love the Patriots, man. They're my favorite thing in the world. I think you'd agree. The Patriots are our like favorite thing in the world, right?
0: Um let me see. I'm trying to rank the things. Let's see. The East Taunton Yellow Jackets number. <laughs> <two>. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots are Uh
1: way to just not include the West Taunton Yellow Jackets. Uh we got a big rivalry, West Taunton. West Taunton Yellow Jackets, man. I'm telling you. I know you're not a fan, but I don't care what you say. I know they had some controversies. They had a few scandals and everything. They were fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) They were fantastic. I don't care what you say. (laughs) They were awesome. All right? I don't know. I don't care if they were like (laughs) – I can't even think of like a good scandal to think of for that time era. Like, I I was trying to think for a second. I was like, you know what? If I come up with something, it's going to sound stupid. But, you know, everybody relaxed on the boogeymen. <laughs> what did the Yellow Jackets call themselves? What did they call their, de- their dominant defense? The Beast days? Bees. like The Killer, killer Beasts. The, the Steelers totally stole that from Steelers them, and it kind of makes off. me mad.
0: Steelers ripped them off. I mean they saw they saw the way the, the Easton Yellow Jackets held the Green Bay the vaunted Green Bay Packers to three points in the title <laughs> game and the and some week seven regular season game that they later deemed to be the championship game. Actually, you know what, that's what I'm thinking it'll be. That's what, like, when I was thinking about like what to say about this game and how to react, I was, I just got to thinking about the Easton Yellow Jackets <laughs> yeah. and how the Green Bay Packers got all these championships from these uh, regular season games that weren't playoff games, and I'm just starting to think that the people, are, <laughs> I'm starting to think the people are saying the Patriots schedule coming up. It's kind of hard. So why can't we just decide that every game from now on is actually the world championship? And no one can really tell us differently. And we can just say, yeah, the one for the Eagles, that's this is for all the marbles. This is a championship. And we can just go ahead. We can actually have because the next four games are pretty tough. We can just say, yep, we can have four games here. And if the Patriots get four and of course, that's four world championships that they just won we can go ahead and declare that and so that would put the patriots at 10 championships and then if they win the super bowl now they're at 11 just like the green bay packers i think they have 11 right
1: bryson bryson let me just tell you so real quick you're such a friggin' ass man <laughs> what? I'm not 11. I mean, you are such an ass dude like no man you're right <laughs> They're about to pass the Packers the championships. I mean, my I'm God, saying, about to, they, might have, they could pass them
0: next year, realistically. I mean, I mean, if we declare the we we could if, if we really want
1: to, we could declare the bye week as a. I mean, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Calm down, slow your roll, buddy. Why are we forgetting about Alabama?
0: Oh my goodness, I forgot the Patriots definitely claim all those titles from Alabama. You know, I actually actually forgot about this. You know, the Patriots they. They might have like 15 championships now. I, I mean, I don't really know how many championships they have, but the, it's it's a whole lot. And I'm, I'm, all I'm going to say is the Green Bay Packers fans can weep as I, as I am actually going to declare every win in the regular season from now on a regular season championship game. And they'll weep.
1: That is correct. And Alabama championships Alabama, as Patriots, okay. Super Bowls. We discussed this last year. We weren't kidding. Alabama national championships count as Patriots, Super Bowls. Patriot Super Bowls counts Patriot Super Bowls. Can we just start ca- counting like winning a playoff game as like?
0: More? I mean, it's a more meaningful game than the Green Bay Packers played. Than like it is.
1: Game. So you're telling me that when they beat the New York Yankees at football, those those weren't meaningful those wins, Bryson. The peak.
0: Patriots By the way, peak. I'm not
1: joking. They really did play the Yankees. Oh my gosh! Thanks. They really played the New York Yankees.
0: And and you know what the Packers. The the Twitter account has the audacity to say eleven time championships. I'm gonna we're just gonna continuously troll it. But actually, LB, my dog is crying right now. He wants to go outside. He absolutely owns me. So I'm gonna have to go. But it was a lovely talking to you. And if you're listening to this podcast and you love it, just go ahead and retweet, like, give us a comment. And if you really if you listen all the way, then just go ahead and comment below that Tom Brady is the goat and that Aaron Rodgers stinks. Thank you and very that much. Ish-
1: Comment Actually, you, know East, what, yellow-
0: you should just comment that the Patriots are 12 time champions and we include <laughs> Alabama championships and everyone can keep.
1: Also, count the East Taunt Yellow Jackets. Like, why are we not? Why are we just forgetting about the East Taunt Yellow Jackets all of a sudden? Yeah just comment east if you comment east yeah Taunton yellow jackets that's it we know that, it. that you're that's hardcore
0: east Taunton yellow jackets comment on the title talk post lb thanks for coming on it's good to hash things out from the bye week i'm glad we waited and we're very rational it's good to have your voice on here and i'm excited to be back football next week patriots playing the eagles we love it very much i love you sir and have a great night have a good weekend
1: i love you more it's always great to see your face on the timeline. Handsome Bryson NFL. Everybody else, you can weep. Except for Boris Pro Booty Licker. He's the man.
0: Go.